This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yeah. Hi, Rana. How are you, dear? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited because it's time for another edition of our classic cliffhangers. By That's the way. right. Starring Sylvester Stallone in spandex. <laughs> in bike shorts. And Janine Turner in anything. That might have been the last moment before his upper body completely tipped the scale with his lower body in terms of what he was willing to work on at the gym. Yes, he yeah. became a real V. Yeah. yeah. Cliffhanger was the last moment. He was always e- edging in that direction. Yes. Uh, but that but, was sort of like the, that's what he was hanging on to. Yes. Yeah. Cliffhanger. Exactly. Uh, pardon me though. Today's cliffhangers are downright dirty. Well, you want to know what, how other people use cliffhangers, Rana? Did you know that it also meant when someone's feet hang over their sandals? No, I did yeah. not know that. <laughs> Apparently, who told it's you like that? RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> oh, that is. Oh, that I always talk about people's claws and the talons. When yes, I see so it's that like idea. That. But with, <gasps> if like someone's like for a drag queen, I'm, I assume it's for everybody. But if their feet hang over their shoes a little bit, or their high those, heels, they push right. through. Oh God, oh, that is the. I have to say that is one of my. I knew that was going to really feats. bother you. Oh, it's going to bother oh. you. Uh, so listen, we want people yeah. to pour themselves a Negrana, which Please. we assume they've ordered at this point at That's right. And assume there's some left at yeah. this point. Pardon Negrana.com, me. excuse me. Yeah, or excuse cozy me, up with me. a cup of Shades of Vanilla carrot chest blend. Pardon shades me. of V, Shades of V, AskGranaCoffee.com. Settle right in. Yeah. This first cliffhanger today. Yes. This was maybe our greatest cliffhanger of all time. This was a real... The twists, the turns. Honestly, <laughs> it's one of those that you just didn't know who to root for by the end of it. No. Well, we did. Although we firmly, I think we did, actually. We firmly <laughs> knew who to root for at the end of this, and I think people will be surprised. If they, but people who really know us won't be surprised. But This is an unusual thing that happened to somebody, and the way the person responded was psycho. The- <laughs> 
This was from Free Feed 80 with Jamie Loftus, who, by the way, her Kathy podcast is out now. Oh, really? I think it's called the Ack Cast. I might Fabulous. be wrong, but look it up. Her Kathy got. I was looking Goose forward to White, that, so I will. Uh, is out now and all about the Kathy cartoons. Um, and this, this letter writer was absolutely determined to make a mystery mountain out of a molehill pot. No I? kidding. Uh, when the potential for a third in her relationship ghosted her, pardon me. Yes. I wish it was that. I wish it was that straightforward. This is absolutely one of my all-time favorites. Let's roll it. That's my great story. Should we wrap it up? Is the episode over? It's pretty good, Ron. I don't see how we can beat us. <laughs> how could we go get any well, better? Well, we actually can. Actually, we can. Yes. Because this is... Bonkers bonks you out in the form of a question. I got to tell you, Rana, this is already in a future classic cliffhanger, no question. And it already is a cliff is a cliffhanger Hall of Famer, for sure. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And we the, haven't even answered it yet. The only question that beats this question for me right now mm-hmm. is the father-in-law that was smoking in the bathroom. Right, that That is, I mean, that might be, that's a goat for sure. That's that's also in the pantheon of top 10. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Dear Ronna Bryan, an esteemed guest. Ugh. Come on. Your show has been such a delightful discovery. I started listening in the fall and went back to the beginning to get caught up. Thanks for the great advice and levity. Very This nice. person seems very normal so far. So far. And also, you're throwing <laughs> some big words out in the first couple sentences. We got some terrific reviews, by the way, on iTunes. I never look at it. And today I looked at it for some reason. And we got a great, we got, we'll read them on the free feed, but we got some, we're starting to get some terrific reviews from people that realize just how appalling it is that they had not paused before and rated the show. Thank goodness. They don't even have to write a review. I don't want to tell them that because I don't no. want to discourage them. I will but say I'll- this though. The rule applies on the reviews. You can write, you can just rate it. You can just subscribe. You can just write a headline. Yeah. You can write five word, words in the body, zero words in the body, or 5,000 words in the body. That is yep. a place where a word count isn't applied. That you is can write so true. anything you like. Yeah. I am a 36 year old married woman in an ethically non monogamous, non monogamous relationship with my husband. We've been together 13 years, and about five years ago, we decided to try opening our relationship for friends with benefits. Okay. Remember that. Friends with benefits, opening up, and ethically non-monogamous, which means that everyone knows the deal. But I remember when we read this on the free feed, so I'm I'm underlining friends with benefits. That's what they said the rules were, okay? That's 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 what they were looking for. Right. Okay. Okay. Suffice it to say, so meaning you can't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, I guess, but you can right. have a fling. Keep it casual with someone who's not a total stranger, maybe? I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Suffice it to say, there have been some fits and starts, but overall, we've really enjoyed what it's brought to our relationship. It's amazing how honest you need to be in order to make it work, and we communicate much better than we did before we decided to make the change. Good. Okay. We've ebbed and flowed with how actively we've sought another couple or single special guest star, depending on our lives. We have a toddler, so we weren't very active the past few years, and now getting back out there. Okay? I met a young man on an app that is designed for non-monogamous couples and singles to meet each other, 
Field. I haven't heard of this. Have you? Me neither. F-E-E-L-D, if memory serves. Yeah, if anyone wants yeah. to sign up. There you go. And we have we have an offer code, ask Rana, for 15%, <laughs> 15% off. Absolutely. It sounds like a massage app, to be honest with you. Field. Maybe it's a thing of playing the field Play and the also- f- Feeling it yourself feeling- and playing the field. Yeah. Correct. And we had a month of daily meandering chats that covered the general friend getting to know you stuff, some deeper conversation on our lives, and some technical discussions of kinks and interests. We really hit it off. After one of us makes initial contact with someone, we loop in the other to meet the person also. When I tried to do this, the field guy was not very interested in responding to my husband's questions. So I'm to understand that they only seek other people together. That's what it seems like, yeah. We finally met this gentleman two weeks ago. And but it has to have like a two, two-prong two approval or two, two, two-time approval. Yes, he has to be yeah. approved by the co-op board. They should see if Josh Camson is available to look he at these He might apps. be. That's a great, you know, re- little reception desk area. He's home with a new baby, so he might have time to go through some of these applications. Oh, good. He can help yeah. you right out. Yeah. Alana, baby Alana. Yeah. She's got a full head of hair. He sent me a picture on Instagram. We finally met this gentleman two weeks ago and something odd happened. My husband was chatting with him outside and asked for some clarification on how his open relationship worked. I had only gotten a vague answer on how it had changed over time and that she wasn't dating, but he was. Field guy said he needed to get something from his car and then left without a peep. I love that. Me too. I was confused and called him and went down to talk. What are you confused about? He ditched yeah, you. He he wasn't interested. Why would you call someone who ditches you? He either got spooked or wasn't interested. I that's that's the first weird moment. Not that he ditched you because people do that in those situations when you're first meeting someone. It's not acceptable it behavior, isn't. but Absolutely it happens. Absolutely not. It's totally yeah. rude. Just say face to face, you're not into it or whatever. But this but is the rules of the app game. Absolutely. I I am stunned that someone would call someone after after that. And say, excuse me, what, right. what did you think you were doing? You met him on an app. What do I know? I've and never, like, been, what I've never even, even been want? on an app. We should put me on Raya and see what I can catch. All oh, those God. old men are on Raya catching those young women. Well, did you see the Ben I Affleck I should do the thing? same. That's what him and Matthew Perry did the same. Where he was like, unblock me? Ben Affleck said, it's really me. That was so upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. That girl, though, really decided to leverage that. She decided to she use did. That, that for something. She did. And then Matthew Perry was talking to some girl who was 19 Instead of my older than your father. Yeah. It's not great. How many, how much of a brow beating do you think Raya got from those teams? From who? The Matthew publicists? Perry's team and exactly. Do you think they were like, this site's supposed to be da-da-da-da-da? How, how can they-, they control it? Yeah, I guess they can. They Somebody can. does a screen capture. How can you control it? Yep. It's TikTok that's the problem. Everybody wants to put a TikTok about the moment that happened to them. It's true. That's something that I think I would show my friends, but not the world. Do you know what I mean? It's always curious when people decide to show. I love seeing them, but it's always curious. There's always a motivation when people show something to the world. Right. That isn't a dance. But the motivation is like celebrity big brother. Like that's the most you can get from something like that. But I guess it's worth it. I guess we'll see. Kim Kardashian had a sex tape, but look at her now. It's true. She wasn't But Kim Kardashian also had Kris Jenner. 
Yes, but she was also uh, organizing Paris Hilton's closet. Certainly was. Yeah. We had an exchange where he said he wasn't feeling comfortable with the group dynamic. Okay. I said I understood, and he was going to leave. Prior to going, he asked if he could smell my foot. Right. This letter's so absolutely crazy that I forgot about that part. I couldn't be more on his side in all of this. He's getting what he wants. <laughs> He's acting on instinct at every turn. He's like, I'm out or give me that foot. As long as you're down, you came down here. You must want something. I'll yep. take a sniff of that foot. I've got yep. nothing to lose. Yep. He had previously admitted liking the smell of feet. And I was neutral of the whole neutral of the whole thing. So figured why not? Great. This letter. I don't need, and I don't need Lawrence writing to us from Canada to tell me that's a fake, okay? <laughs> so he goes Stay in home your seat, Lawrence. and we continue our chatting over the next week. Why? Okay. The past weekend, I was talking with another guy who also said he and his wife are solo poly, meaning that one dates and the other doesn't. He then shared a Facebook post she'd made about their experience. She was in a group for that specific type of relationship, and I thought it was interesting. So I sent the info to the field guy, saying maybe his lady would find it interesting as a resource. What? What? I know. It's a lot. It's a lot of communication for someone who just was like, I don't have time for this, but I guess I'll smell your foot. Bye. Why are you the president of the PTA making sure everybody has the right flyers and I information? I think maybe she enjoyed that foot thing. He was cute. That's what happened. Something There was something about him that she liked. She sure. didn't, he got what he wanted. She didn't get what she wanted. And she exactly. wanted to sleep with him. Correct. Or whatever she something. wanted to do with him. He reads my message and says nothing. The next day he unfriends me on Snapchat, disconnects on field, and blocks my number. Okay. Okay. So there's a one, two, three of not interested, not available, never contact me again, changing my identity. They did chat after the foot sniff. Maybe he thought he was going to get another sniff. That's true. I am flabbergasted. Really? Based on how it had been going until I put it all together. He avoided my husband's texts asking about his girlfriend. He literally ran away when asked in person. And then apparently my interest in sharing a resource was the last straw a resource. I love that. It appears he was doing this without her knowing, and he used me to cheat and smell my feet to boot. And that wasn't all he had wanted to do either, had the night gone off as planned. I wish this fight was taking place in a Starbucks and that I was watching it. I wish I she was saying these things out loud to him. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> and that we had camera footage of them having the, the, of the foot sniff by the dumpster. You're never going to smell these feet again. <laughs> it really irritated me because we had a conversation specifically about ghosting and agreed we liked actual communication and honesty. Ha. Huh. Okay. Quick reminder, sweetheart. He's not your husband. Your husband's your husband. Right. He's he is just someone the foot you don't sniffer. know who is going to say what he needs to say <laughs> to get what he wants, like everyone else online. He's a foot sniffer. Yeah. And, and you he, can't come out of the gate with that. 
He so, did. So, well, you know, well, you're right. No, you're right. He spent weeks buttering, buttering her up. And then we got like, her in person. He went for it. It's like anyone trying to get you on board with a fetish. Like the guy who wanted to have sex in parking lots next to cars that were parked. Yeah. It's sort of like, oh, wouldn't that be sort of a gas if we did this? And then it's like, oh, but no, I want to do it every time. Yeah. yeah. You see, Yes. They've already reached their, their threshold and their ba- what they were looking for. So right. what are they going to go... Pussy Brooklyn. footer, pussy exactly. foot around, pardon the expression. Yeah. Uh, the in your apartment. Over. Oh, I guess he didn't do his laundry. Maybe his apartment was messy. Maybe he had a roommate. Maybe he just wanted to have sex between two cars in Toronto. Okay. Right. So in my annoyance, I decided to do some friendly internet sleuthing to see if I could find him and contemplate outing him to his unsuspecting girlfriend. He doesn't. <sighs> have a girlfriend. And if he does, it doesn't matter. Right. Also, what did he even do? It's What, what he, are you going to bust That's him exactly on? it. It's what he didn't do. I guess so. Oh, right. Well, no, that she doesn't know. Maybe he has a girlfriend that doesn't know. Basically, I think the Oh, that he's on the site at all. Is he told her he was in a open relationship and the right. girlfriend doesn't know. He's that's, not ethically poly. No. Exactly. Exactly. Got it. If he's poly at all. Right. He may just be mono. He may just be a cheater. Yeah. Or he may not be in a relationship. Right. That's true too. Or he's not with a woman that's letting him sniff her feet, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Or he's tired of the, he doesn't like the smell. Yeah. While out for our initial meeting, he bragged he couldn't be internet stalked because he shares a name with a celebrity. That's what I'm dying to know. Me too. Well, sorry, field guy, but you can. He also apparently shares his name with someone else important, his dad, who owns a local optical shop. So here's my I question. I hope the name is Tommy Toon. That's all I'll say. Tommy Bahama. Yeah. So here's my question. <laughs> what do I do with this information? What information? Right. She, she she may know the father. She may know the son. By the way, I'm all about internet sleuthing. I think you stop it right there. But I'm all about finding information out about people. But then don't do anything with it. I like, think please. the information actually is he's a dishonest person who is is on uh, the Polly app, but yeah. not telling the people in his life. I think that is the information. Who got too scared to hook up with you. Yeah. And maybe it's because he felt guilty. Yeah. I am trying to tamp down the desire to get back at the scoundrel for bringing me into his fold under false pretenses. Honey. For some reason, it offends my sensibilities more for a person to claim their partner knows over an old-fashioned behind-the-back cheetah. Well, what do you think a cheetah does? A cheetah tells you one thing and tells the other. Of course. That's the same person. Who hooks up with someone by saying, I'm a real piece of shit and a liar? (laughs) (laughs) Is that how you rope people in? Just so you know, I'm a cheat and a a cad. I'll tell you one thing and everything I say is a lie tonight. I just think that's hysterical. Those two things are the same thing. They can be the same thing. Not to mention he hasn't. Anyway, continue. It have. 
for a person to claim their partner knows over an old fashioned behind the back cheetah. What do you think? A cheetah doesn't think a cheetah doesn't tell you their partner doesn't know. Do I toy with him? Do I pretend to need glasses and discover it's the dad of the guy I dated? Flawless. First of all, you didn't, date, you didn't date anybody. Yeah, you didn't date anybody. Hoping he mentions it and makes his him supremely uncomfortable. I want to get one thing straight for every person listening. If you have only seen a person in the flesh one time, mm-hmm. I don't care how much you speak on the internet. Et cetera, et cetera. I agree. You are not dating, okay? You need to see a human in person, I would say, a minimum of three times. It changes everything. You can have the the sexiest, loveliest, most in-touch conversation with someone online. And when you meet someone, there is such a thing as physical chemistry. There is such a thing as pheromone. I mean, it changes everything. (sighs) Hoping he mentions it and makes him supremely uncomfortable. Do I tell the dad his son referred me? Now you're a liar, by the way. And that I'm worried his dog is really sick because I haven't heard from him? What does that mean? There are a lot of options. And Brian, I especially need your wisdom. Well, there's no question you should go to the optical store and say say you have bad eyes. That, That for sure. I'm not kidding. Do that. Signed, Meg. Feel free to use my name. Honey, she Meg wants to be Found. What an exhibitionist. Meg is here Meg to is. Be found. Yes, she is. What an exhibitionist. Meg. Now that was are... more that was more commentary than we normally give it in a letter, but I could not control it. There myself. were so many moving parts and it, it got yeah. it was outrageous so quickly. And again, none of the outrageousness is the fetish at all. <laughs> Do what you want. And none of the outrageousness involves your relationship. The foot sniffing is the most normal, normal thing, thing in India, totally. as is the open marriage. You're as is kidding. the open marriage. You're not totally. Kidding. Yeah, that's great that you're honest with your partner and you are able to, you have (laughs) rules for each other. That's no problem there. And also, I don't want to shame anyone for online dating. It's obviously a legitimate, wonderful way to meet somebody. You you have created an obsession. Yeah. An unhealthy obsession with this person. From from everything you've given us, unless there is something I'm crucially missing, this is none of your business. You don't know if he has a girlfriend. I'm fine with you internet sleuthing, a hookup. That's fun. I get it. I'm even fine with you going in the optical store and maybe not saying anything, but just doing a little boots on the ground research, but it ends there. You're, you cannot affect this person's life. Meg, I have a news flash for you, dear. Lucky you, you're in a marriage, you're married to a, you're married to a guy who doesn't mind being open. That's what you wanted. Meg wants to get what Meg wants all the time. Sure. And when Meg doesn't get what Meg wants, in this case what she was expecting, sure. from this guy, Meg doesn't like it. And it drives Meg batty. And now, Meg, if I was paying you by the hour, okay, to investigate this guy, how much would I owe you? How many hours have you put in on this? I got to say, Meg, we bring it up all the time. We bring it up all the time. But fatal attraction is essentially the story of two people who had a different perspective on what that relationship was. (laughs) He does not. It's true. He does not think that the stakes are what you think. He does not. 
he does not he is not obsessed with you. He shouldn't have to. Of course not. He met her on an app that the the pre, the pretext of the app was people that are in relationships, committed relationships, seeking make room for somebody to come in or someone coming in. Yeah. And somebody coming in is also somebody who's going to go out. The and thing I gotta that tell is supposed this. to stay solid is the primary relationship. Correct. So we, this had an expiration date on it anyway. And I will say, I don't, listen, maybe this is sexist. Fine. I hope so. I will say that most, every single man who is on any kind of hookup site is leading with their genitals first and will say whatever it takes to get those genitals off. They're not interested in, in other words, like, of course, this person probably is lying about his life and what he's looking for. And who knows? He just knows he wants to fucking stick that dick between the big and middle toe. That's what he knows. <laughs> or between those two feet. Yeah. But so or I don't know. Ne- or to never touch you and just masturbate at the sniff of your foot. Completely. Yeah. Completely. But. And he can't get that at home. And home may be him by himself and it may be him with her. We don't know. Not to mention, so many people who aren't at terms with whatever their fetish might be are instantly ashamed about it when they act it out. So I he just to might say, be totally embarrassed. In fairness to him, it's a tough fetish because if your fetish is this or that, you can watch porn on it. But a smell is something that can't translate over the internet. Oh my God. It's You're right. It's not a visual thing, really. You need a sniff. You need to get your hands on a foot. You're right, because just watching like a foot fetish <laughs> porn only gets you so far. Where's that going to get you? That's only if you're visually attracted to feet. Right. He wants to sniff feet. He wants all senses on it. Uh, my favorite moment of the whole letter is the moment where she hunts him back down and says, what was the problem? After he showed zero interest in her husband, clearly didn't want to be in a menage a trois with another man. Mm-hmm. Just wanted this one thing and was looking for people that, may, I mean, he really shouldn't probably be on this app. He should be on some some other kind of app, but because it's complicated with all these dynamics. That's my advice yeah. to him if he's listening. But my favorite moment is the moment where he just seizes the day and says, how about a sniff of that foot? Yep. If only we were all so present in say, our lives to get what we want. It's so difficult. <laughs> Oprah always says it's it's so difficult for people to actually say what they want in life. Like totally. they can't say it out loud. They can never say it out loud. It's like it's you have so much judgment before you say it. He he surpassed a mountain of a hurdle just by saying, This is what I need from you. He also had to work hard to get to that moment. This wasn't nothing. He was chatting with her all day, every day. It's true. But it's true. Meg, these are, you said yourself. That was why I said put a pin in friends with benefits. Yeah. You're supposed to be in mostly in the primary relationship with uh, your husband. Mm-hmm. You're really, this is, I mean, look, you, you're both allowed to do whatever you want. Those are your rules and your boundaries and you two decide. But this is entering teenage territory a little bit in terms of fantasizing about the connection with this person. It's a little bit like falling in love with the the person you have sex with the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Or any person you have sex with. Or anyone you have great sex with. There has to be an emotional component for you. Or there has to be a chase. Or there has to be a, you know, 
problem, whatever it is. And maybe that's just how you built and that's fine. And your, and your primary relationship can weather that. Maybe that is the case, in which case, congratulations, you've found the right partner. But you're not going to have much success on these apps if every, if every interaction turns into Encyclopedia Brown in the case of. And I think the appeal for entering one of these kinds of relationships for the third person is that there's no pressure, is that they know they're not going to have to be. In other words, like they can enter in and out of this light as a feather. Basically. Oh, so you said that the app is for people that are either in a relationship or single and don't mind. Right. So, okay, maybe he wasn't honest about it, but what haven't you been honest about? Right. I'm curious on the app as well. Not to mention, I'll tell you this. I think maybe you don't want to to um, call him out on something and humiliate him. You really just want to do him, is my mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. And so in that case... I would run to the nearest costume store I could find. And it's a bizarre request. You could probably get it on Amazon, Rana. Yeah, a foot costume. You dress up as a foot. And you go to his house, you ding-dong ditch. But he sees the end of you. And then he chases you because he will be so blind with desire. But don't shower for two days. Don't shower for two days. And then run. Throw yourself into a footlocker when he's chasing you. And then he'll go in there, pounce on you, and it will be... Like nothing you've ever, ever experienced. Fireworks, fireworks. If you want the way to his heart, it's got to be through your foot. No <laughs> doubt. Brian. Rana. Yeah. I, I have a question for you. I'm listening. Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that helped you sleep, focus, act, and be better? Other than our podcast? Other than our podcast. This is a pocket-sized guide. Well, there is. And if you have, let's say, 10 minutes, Headspace can completely transform your life. I have to say, as a person who has used Headspace, yes, uh, and particularly at the beginning of the pandemic, it is an absolutely revolutionary app. And a lot of other people have come along since then. Calm, this one, that one. Sure, sure. But Headspace is, the thing that's incredible about Headspace is the guy that developed this app, the app, Andy, I believe is his name. And I believe he's the voice that you hear. It's an incredible English, calm, very clear voice that you hear uh, on some of their, you know, basic proprietary programs. Mm-hmm. But it's all research-based meditation, programming. Yes. Uh, they use clinical research to validate all of their programming, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not just somebody who's saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I'll just throw this out there and see if you like it. They really back it up. And they make it really simple and accessible in that I think sometimes when you say meditation to people, they think like, oh God, I, I couldn't, I can't do it. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. I can't do it. It's going to take too long. It sounds so intimidating, meditation. It does sound intimidating. And it absolutely isn't. Um, no. Because all it is is clearing a little time and a little clearing space. A, and literally as little as they have an SOS meditation that's three minutes long. Incredible. It really, even just taking three yeah. minutes can make you feel so much better. What I love about Headspace is they have those wind-down sessions that help yeah. you fall asleep. And if you're a parent, they even have morning meditations that you can do with your kids, which, pardon me, helps everybody. 
it's terrific. It's really about creating, I mean, it's in the name headspace, but it really mm-hmm. is about creating this moment in your day where you yep. stop for a moment and you're mindful and you think about the intention, which is checking in with yourself, listening to your breath, your mood, yeah, listening to your breath, trying to let certain thoughts uh, move out of that space. And it really is just a reset. That's all it is. It's hitting Total a little reset, reset button. Reduces yeah. stress, improves sleep, boosts focus, Incredible. increases your well overall sense of well-being. Yeah. And uh, mindfulness just does work, period. You just have Incredible. to b- b- carve literally minutes out of your day. But and you if can you do don't, it on your you schedule anytime. Yeah, and if you don't believe us, you can believe the 600,000 five-star reviews. I wish I could say that about We're this almost podcast. There, five We're star, almost five there. stars online. Yeah. 600,000 five-star reviews over 60 million downloads. So we have a little offer for our listeners here. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash askrana. Yeah. That's headspace.com slash askrana for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now, Rana. Well, you don't have to tell me. I'm all about giving people the best deal we can. But there's no, honestly, people have had so much stress, so much sleeplessness, so much confusion about what do I want in life? What don't I want in life? Is it going to solve all your problems now? But is it going to create the space for you to find a new way to tackle some of the things that are going on with you that couldn't be a better time? And why not do it for free? Yeah. And there's no way to do it wrong. So just take that intimidation thing out. Excellent point. Please head to headspace.com slash askrana today. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. I want to know how many people signed up for the Field app after this question, Rona. Oh, I mean. Either looking for him or looking for themselves. And and did anyone go to his father's opticians just to get uh, a new pair of glasses? And by the way. (laughs) <laughs> Charlton Heston Optical Shop, but we never found out what his. So remember, he had a celebrity alike name. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In yeah. my head, it looked like a clockmaker, but really, it was a, a yeah. lens. But pair lens, of glasses. A pair of glasses. Yeah. I got to say, Rana, you know what else I love about this? She asked us, Meg, who wrote in, said, yeah. "Please use my name." I love that too. Yeah. Oh no, she's a total exhibitionist. Absolutely. She let him see it. She let him look at her feet. She let him get a sniff and he got what he came for. And we have and to then, admire him for And that. then she wanted to wreck him. Oh, she was so steamed about this. I would love to hear an update if there is Please. One. Yeah. So our next cliffhanger, we originally did with the fabulous Lucia and Yellow. Uh, Excuse from me. A co-creator of Hacks. Padme. Director of Babysitters. Padme. This one. That one. Padme. That's how Rana would say it. Uh, we did this on Free Feed 83. We answered it on Patreon 
ooh, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> my signature number. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> 69. I really wish you would. Co- I mean, everyone get, got the message that you're single and it's a Negrana slash Brian Summer. Brian, I wish else? you'd cool it. I mean, well, you've been twirling your hoodie. Yeah. You've been drinking, glopping your smoothie, showing everybody, you know, how great you are at swallowing things. Whatever. Well, <laughs> you're foul, Rana. You're disgusting, Rana. Anyway, this question was yes. the daughter that wrote to us regarding the father's hygiene problem, which really was <sighs> a very. This was sad. This was a tough moment. This was a tough moment. But again, I would love to know what came of this. So without further ado. All right, here we go with this filthy question, literally. Dear Rana, Brian, and glorious guest. It was Lucia, Mm -hmm. but this is Patreon. I'm writing to ask advice about my father, who is an old curmudgeonly man with an intolerable, disgusting Mm. personal hygiene problem. Yeah. Some background. Myself and my brother are in our late 30s. Our parents divorced when we were very young when our father blew our entire life savings on his mistress. (sighs) My mother is, and this is in italics, an absolute angel on earth. Recently retired ER nurse who saved lives every day, raised two successful children on her own, put us through college as a single mother, Mm. etc. She thought it best to keep our father in our orbit for any sort of salvageable family values, though he wasn't any sort of valuable father figure. No child support, no Little League games, nothing of the sort. Now that we're grown and have our own lives, we're realizing just how much of an absolute mess our father is. But specifically when it comes to personal (laughs) hygiene. (laughs) That list, and we're just realizing. Yep. Yeah. You're right. No kidding. When we gather for (laughs) holidays and special occasions. Completely unkempt appearance. Unwashed, uncut, greasy hair, long and dirty fingernails, dirty, ratty, and outgrown clothes, even at my wedding. There is no evidence he uses soap if he even bathes or showers. It's mm-hmm. uncomfortable to be within a few feet of him. Riding in the car with him is unbearable. I must fumigate my house after he visits. I cringe when I see him play with my brother's kids. When we, by the way, they're just as filthy as he is. When we first noticed this lack of hygiene a few years ago, I mean, all kids are like cesspools. Oh, disgust. Sticky, yeah. sticky. Yes. Coughing in your mouth. Dirty. Coughing on your face. Germ machines. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When we first noticed this lack of hygiene a few years ago, we would all suggest he needs to show up with clean clothes, washed hair, et cetera, but he did not take our advice. One year, I bought him new clothes and quality personal hygiene products, but those gifts went entirely unused. Last year, my mother spoke with him about it before Christmas, but he didn't take any action to rectify his appearance or hygiene. I sent him a list of multiple barber shops within blocks of his apartment, but he's yet to make an appointment. How do we discuss this with him to mitigate these uncomfortable and frankly embarrassing issues about his lack of personal hygiene? I don't feel like my mother should have to to step in here. She's done enough for our family. She should not be responsible for this mess of an ex-husband to abandon her and her family. My brother and I have our own families, homes, and careers to take care of. Responsibilities my father did not have. My brother is working very hard to be the good father that our dad was not, and I can see the disgust in my brother's eyes when our unkempt father walks into the room. And frankly, 
It's an uncomfortable topic to even bring up to your own father. But I realize an uncomfortable conversation may be necessary, and I'm willing to take that on. But what do I say? Where do I start? My father has only so many good years left, and I think if our family has anything to offer to make him feel like a somewhat decent human after a life of disgrace, it's gatherings and holidays with his kids and grandkids. Though he can at least show up with clean clothes and washed hair, right? Or do we need to just accept that this is the father we have in our lives and this is the kind of person he'll present at every family event? Any advice would be greatly appreciated and utilized. Sincerely, a distraught daughter. Well, this is a tough one. Well, because it's probably a mental health issue. Correct. Yeah. That is the beginning, the middle, and the end of the answer to this question. Yeah, I think so, too. This is a hoarder situation. Mm -hmm. This is the person who you say, oh, maybe I could come over and we could help you clean out your living room. And they say... Uh, well, I would love that, but you know, what am I supposed to do with my plastic dolls or, you know, I, I need this frying pan. So I don't know what you think we're going to throw out here or, you know, whatever. This is a huge, I'm very curious because in the letter it says when we noticed this problem a few years ago. So I am curious if there was some sort of additional mental break or he lost a job or he had a big fight with someone in the family or I don't know what, some sort of inciting incident. Or if this has just been a slow decline into maybe dementia or something like that. But whatever's going on here, I laughed when you said, I sent him those beauty products and he never used them. Right. I sent him the name of a barber and he never called, uh, you know, the why don't you send your dog the name of the groomer too? I mean, it's just right. not, it's not something he's going to do. Good. It's yeah. not something he's capable of doing. Right. And whatever the correlation between the early life that he led and the way that he treated you as a deadbeat dad and a terrible husband and everything else, there may be a correlation between this mental illness and that. And I can, I can see one. I don't know that it's accurate, but I can see a possibility. But really, these are two separate issues. Mm-hmm. Not for you, because you have to figure out how you feel about him and where you want him in your life and what the place he should hold in your life. But really, whatever whoever he is today really isn't the same guy who walked out on your family And I would say also, ago. the guy who walked out on your family who did nothing, who you have, it seems like somewhat graciously said, you're getting older, we want you in the family. For that person to hear it now from every single member of your family and not hear you now to do that, I think is not because he's an asshole. I think it's because, because probably he would want to do anything you'd want at this point. Do you know what I mean? He probably is aware of his lack of any kind of father figure in your life in any way. Um, So the fact that he's like not doing what you have all asked is also very strange to me. I also wonder, and this is only because I saw this movie St. Maud recently, which is absolutely crazy. What's that? It was like one of those like A24 horror movies. Like, 
You know, so it's like a, a really stylish director with a strong point of view. And it's about a woman who finds religion very late or she's in her 20s, but only after living a crazy life, she goes all in on Christianity and starts hurting herself, like puts nails in her shoes and walks down the street in them. And uh-huh. you know what I mean? Just Cat self-flagellation. stuff, yeah. Exactly. There might be some some sort of thing that he's punishing himself with, but either way, there's something wrong. I also think, I think that's an interesting theory. I also think, uh, potentially, Again, what do I know? I don't know any. I don't know this man. Truly, this is really a one for the mental health professionals. Yeah, uh, and also he's going to refuse to get that help. So I, you should just know that now. But the I think there is something to the fact that he, as you were saying, has whether it's buried or on the surface or whatever it is, guilt about leaving the family. And now he's being given this gift of sort of redemption by the family, which is no matter what you did to us, you were a lousy father. We want you to participate. And now there's the grandchildren and he's invited to the wedding and he's invited to all kinds of things. And whatever his original problem is with intimacy or whether it's, you know, whatever it was that led him to be the deadbeat that he was. Maybe he's born rotten, I have no idea. But whatever that is, this lack of hygiene, whether he realizes it or not, is a way of avoiding intimacy with your family. Mm-hmm. He is not capable or feels he doesn't deserve There's whatever that relationship like is that you're here. offering him. Yeah. And he is cre- literally creating space between you and him and him and his grandchildren, because no one wants to physically come near him. No one wants I to also hug wonder, him, etc. Yeah. I also wonder when the last time you went to his place and took a look around it. Yeah, I, I think he must be living in a hoarder's house. I'm yeah, sure. I would go see what the conditions are and what he's, because I think that could inform a lot. Um, or if this man is just looking your family in the face and saying, no, I won't do that for you. But I would, I, I just, that would seem so strange to me that anyone in, within, you know, with any sort of balance would, would do that. No, um, that's an excellent point. Yeah. And I think so I if, take you, a look around. if you really are looking for a way forward through this, if you want to, if you want to give it the try, as you say, you're willing to take on the responsibility, et cetera, of that conversation. This is not as simple as when we say, you know what you do? You write this personal letter, you say this. You you sit this person down, you say this. That is right. not what we're Throw dealing them with in the here. shower, yeah. You need to, well, you need to talk to, uh, you yourself need to talk to a mental health professional. Mm-hmm. And you need to say, how do I approach this? Because what it really calls for is a very specific intervention mm-hmm. with you and your brother sitting down and possibly your mother. And you know, you say you want to spare your mother and this and that. She's had a lifetime of this, okay? She's been dealing with this guy for a lifetime. She doesn't really need to be spared. I hate to say it because it's not fair the hand she's been dealt, but she's also a helper in this world. And she sees that you are suffering, your brother's suffering, and the relationship is suffering with the kids. So she'd probably not like that to be the case. So I would I would give her the option of not being part of this if she wants to. But my guess is 
she also worked in an ER. She's seen people come in. I always think of on ER, Nurse Carol having to give the homeless guy a bath once a month when he would come. You know, that's what we're dealing with here. Mm -hmm. And it really requires a family intervention, I think. Where, but a guided intervention. Where and something that comes from a place together. of concern yes. versus a place of, dad, it's gross. You know what I mean? This is not something where you, we say you're repulsing us and pushing us away and blah, 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 and take care of yourself. And I sent you the names. It's so beyond I sent you yeah. the names. This is, we just want to have, we want you to be part of our family. Mm-hmm. It breaks our heart that we can't be closer to you, basically. And- how are we going to move forward? And he's could either going to be capable be a, or not. It could even be a weird strain of like OCD or something. You never know, but he needs to yeah. be diagnosed, you know? I, I agree. And I doubt he's going to want to see a therapist or this or that, but I bet there's either a social worker or a home yeah. health aide or something like that, someone that you could send into the house before Christmas, before whatever, who helps him get to that, you know, your mother, honestly, through the hospital and through all of that, is going to know the right person to ask about this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. She will. But at the very least, it's, it's I don't know, I think someone who gives up on themselves that much, it, either something is, is you know, yeah, but like we said, there's some something going on with him mentally. Or, well, this is also a mental thing, or he's in some really deep, horrible depression or something. Um, but it, none of this is... Or pain. If you take a shower, it's so annoying. Or pain. And I know it's, it's hard to have sympathy for him after all these years, but totally from your letter, you do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's admirable. You, that's right. You want to. Uh, you want to help. It sounds like you want to help him. So but this is more serious than he's grossing us out. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I would really love to know what happens, and I wish you luck. And it's going to be difficult, but he will. People look only, he's, this is a person is only capable of so much. He's shown you that on every level in his life. And now, you know, it's so, I'm, I'm remembering, I can't remember the exact letter, but we had the guy whose father was dying and he wanted to, couldn't decide if he was going to reconcile with him or he wasn't going to reconcile with him. And, you know, unfortunately, the way that these story, you know, life doesn't get tied up in a bow. Mm-mm. And sometimes you get dealt a crappy hand and that this is the guy that you have to deal with or not deal with. But it's not, sometimes there just isn't a happy ending. There's just, how do we best deal with this? Yep. And unfortunately, I think that's what we have here. And that a lot of your focus should be on how wonderful it is that you and your brother both have obviously been able to move on and have healthy families and do it your way. Yeah. So, Yeah. Oh, dear. Good luck. I hope it goes well. <laughs> I do. I know I, I said that pretty flat. No, you said, no, I just think that this was not one of, uh, this wasn't, that's not a fun one. Let's put it that way. No, because I, I think, so yeah, that's, it's, you know. there's something, I don't know, for an entire family he abandoned to tell, to, to say, we want to be in your life. Can you please also just do this? And for him to refuse is not him being and, a dick. And also there's the fury that comes with the fact that no matter what he does, he's always the center of the family. Oh, yeah. No no kidding. Yeah. That is fucking that annoying. That drives is fucking you. annoying. And that is for you to decide for him not to be. Yeah. But, right. you know, 
That's the other component here. Now, Rana, this cliffhanger got a lot of response. People really responded to this one and wrote in about how they had similar situations, but... You know, hit, we'd love to hear nerve. from the distraught daughter. It hit, hit a, a nerve. nerve it hit a nerve. Yeah. But I hope this father got some help or... I do too. Because I, I think it was complicated, this, with the family dynamic, etc. But at the end of the day, this was seemed like someone was really sort of having a bit of a either a deterioration or a mental health crisis. So That's I right. would love to know what happened. Yeah. And I would also yeah. say separately that I think all of season one of Hacks is, is available now, right? Oh, yeah, yeah on HBO Max. Oh, That's yeah, right. and it's terrific. I so mean, that show really cut through the noise. People it really love did. It. People yeah. love it. Yeah. It's excellent. It's an excellent yeah. show. Yeah, and I oh, I loved Gene Smat's office and that. I'd do anything Come for on, Rana. Like, yeah, yeah. Would she be in your, if she were in Marblehead, would she be someone you'd pal around with? In my, part of my group, part of my yeah. crew, my clatch? Yeah. No question. I mean, I it. if I was so lucky, I could be so lucky. Jean Smith's fabulous. Sure, she is fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Our next question, by the way, still yeah. dirty. These are all filthy questions. Nasty today. questions. Yeah, <laughs> truly nasty. filthy. Nasty, nasty But in the, in the definition of filth. Sure, dirty. Actual dirt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this one had a bit of a romantic twist. This was the guy who was, <laughs> this I would really love to know, because this was also a mystery. Yes. This was the guy who, I've thought about this actually two or three times since we answered this question. Honestly, thinking about it now, I, I this was another mystery that needed to get solved. You need to write to us and tell us yeah, what happened. This was, we need to, this was better than the dog walker. Totally agree. Yeah. Well, close race, but yes. Yeah. This guy uh, had a boy, not a boyfriend, but a lover, a paramour. Things were going in that direction, I think. Who was always showing up after work in filthy clothes. And we don't mean, oh, it seems like he wore these jeans yesterday. No. Yeah. Like like dirty pig pen style clothes. Pig pen, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so we supposed, well, anyway, they'll see what we supposed when they listened. So yeah. Take a listen. This was from Free Feed 77 with Greta Teitelman. The She's best. probably back on Nantucket by now. I wonder if this mystery was solved. Should we get to this cliffhanger? Let's, yes, because I have strong feelings about this cliffhanger. I, have, I, I feel strongly. Well, we'll see. Okay. But why don't you read it, dear? Because I read it on the Free Feed. You certainly did, Rana. For the first time in a long time, we remembered. For the... <laughs> How do we do it? How do we do it? How do we do it? Hello, Rana, Brian, and gorgeous guest. Not applicable. I'd be remiss if I didn't start by thanking you for the hours of unadulterated entertainment, superb suggestions, and of course, outstanding advice doled out over the past year. Oh, yeah. You're going to reread the compliment. Go ahead. Why not? Yeah. I'd also like to quickly acknowledge Rana's crush on David Axelrod because I do have a crush on David Axelrod. I also have a crush on Jake Tapper, and so consider myself a true Rana Brian blend. Speaking of blends, I've now had both the Carriage House and Shades of Vanilla delivered. Excuse me. Imagine those two fighting over you at a bar. How fun. It would be so fun. because Jake both Tapper so would get really smart. nasty, it, it well, is my feeling. Jake's, neither of them like to lose. No. But they true. would go about it in different ways. But Jake would definitely be get, get frustrated if he thought he was going down with the ship. Yep. Yeah. He'd probably get a little whiny. Yeah. Okay. David now, probably has, you know. Several yeah. numbers in his phone that he could call right after that. I'm sure. 
And he would say, and he would look at Jake Tapper, and he'd, and he'd, then he'd look at you, and he'd be like, should we put this little baby in a cab and get him home? Yeah, Jake's, Jake it's Tapper. past Jake's bedtime, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Don't you have to be up early for a broadcast tomorrow, Jake? Exactly. Don't you have yeah. to scream at your TV tomorrow, Jake? <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a nice, relaxing place. Wine down in Georgetown now. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I wouldn't mind, though, having a drink with the two of them at Quill. Sure, in the Jefferson? Mm-hmm. That would be nice, Rana. We'll be back. We'll be back, dear. We're going to go to the uh, the Hanukkah party this year, so it's all going to work out. I hope so. Yeah. I'm working on it. Now to the question. Yeah. I'm a 36-year-old gay man living in Brooklyn. I just started seeing someone in quarantine a few weeks ago. Okay. We met online and it started as a hookup thing, but the hangs have become a little more date-like. We've okay. probably seen each other five or six times. We're getting along great and the sex is really good. Just, what does more date like mean? They having conversations? They're having conversations. Maybe they've ordered um, Postmates. Yeah. Afterwards, but they haven't gone anywhere. Probably not. No. Okay. Go. On. They're watching TV together. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they put on Drag Race or something. Yep. Yeah. He sticks. It's like Elaine Boozler. It's it's Netflix and chill instead of just chill. Exact. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Are people still saying Netflix and chill? I don't think they are because that's all the pandemic ever was. It's true. The past, it, it, we, it really became, that was it. You were going to quote Elaine Boozler? I apologize. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, her joke. Um, how does it go? Hang on. Oh, uh, so I hear they came out with an ultra-sensitive condom. Finally, something that sticks around after the man leaves. <laughs> okay. All right, Booze. Get okay. back to the question. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> we're getting... <laughs> I want to, I'd like to go watch an Elaine Boozler special. So would I. Never, I, I, I never wanted to watch them when they came out, but I bet it would be kind of fun to watch. It now. would be fun. You yeah. know, she dated Andy Kaufman forever, which is such a weird pairing. But she probably made him laugh. She probably did, but they're so. I don't think anything so made opposite. Andy Kaufman laugh. I think Andy Kaufman made himself laugh. Yes, I, I do. I don't too. think that anyone made Andy Kaufman laugh. Correct. I think yeah. that's probably true. Yeah. Uh, we're getting along great. There's just one problem. He always shows up in the filthiest clothes. Yeah. I'm talking. It looks like, and Ron, it's, it's cute. He said talking with like an apostrophe. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like he just came from a construction site dirty. Stains all over t-shirts and his pants look like he's been rolling down a dirt road for hours. He's yeah. a little bit younger than me, 30. So it could be some fashion choice, but it really doesn't feel like fashion if I'm being honest. I'd obviously feel feel terrible if it were a money thing, but he works in a very fancy New York restaurant where he must make good money. Yeah. He also seems to have himself together financially, often takes Ubers, etc. I mean, how much would a few clean t-shirts from the thrift store cost anyways? He's always come to my place because I live alone, so I haven't seen his living space and thus thus can't glean anything from that. Yeah. Naturally, I've stalked him online, and the weirdest part is that in all his social media photos, there's no sign of these dirty clothes. He's not exactly wearing the fanciest garments, but everything looks clean, at least from what I can tell. Is he wearing filthy clothes just for me? My solution so far has just been to get him out of his clothes as fast as possible via sexual advances and then keep him out of them by saying how much I love to hang around naked. But the truth is, I don't. Is there any possible thing I can do or say without totally offending him or killing the momentum? He smells fine, thank God, and I'm not even a neat freak, but it's really starting to turn me off. I like the guy a lot and want to see where this goes, and so any advice is so much appreciated. Kiss, kiss, David. P.S. OMG, I forgot to mention we're both vaccinated. I have asthma, and he's a service worker. XOXO. 
Yeah. I have a Please. I have a question for David and I have a theory. And I'm wondering if you do too, Miss Mapple, or if you if you don't. I want theory. you to hit it. Okay. Yeah. My question to David. Well, shall I give you my theory or my question first? Up to you. My question to David, which sort of pushes my theory along, is whether on social media he's out. Because I think he is a construction worker and I think he's straight or living straight. But you, so you think he's lying about being a, a waiter? No, maybe he's also a waiter. Okay. But I think he looks like he came from a construction site because he came because from a construction did. site. And I think he lives with his mother and that's why he has enough money to take Ubers. And I think he wow. is, is not out in his life. And so that even though he is enjoying his time with you, this is going absolutely no place because this guy, he's having a wonderful time with you because he's getting to be himself and be open and this and that. But I think he is living as a young straight man in New York, you know, lives with his mother in Queens or in Brooklyn or whatever and works overnight construction probably. And also has another job probably working in the restaurant. If he's been very specific about the restaurant, you know, he seems to know what the restaurant is. And I think he looks nice on his Instagram because he's not at work. He doesn't like people to know that he does manual labor. I was about to say, I think this guy, because when you said first said filthy, I thought maybe just wrinkled and sort of unwashed. But this yeah, sounds like, like a laundry is, pile, that right. sort of idea. But this yeah. sounds like dirt on the clothes, which yeah. to me can only mean that he works in, like you said, in construction. Um, I don't know what another explanation would be. I think an easy solution, if you were curious, would just be to say like. Oh, you've got a lot of dirt on your clothes. Did you just come from d- d- construction or did you what did why you ride there... your bike here? Are you refinishing to... a house? Right. Are you it I doesn't mean... have to be a rude question, but it's I think it's only natural that someone would say, like, oh, you you got a lot of dirt on you. Are you, is everything okay? It is strange. It's also strange that he doesn't smell. So I'm wondering if he right. takes a shower at work. But then why wouldn't he bring a change of clothes? Maybe, maybe because the people at work would say, oh, you have a hot date. And then they'd start asking about that. And he doesn't want to have to talk about that. I have another theory. Yeah. Maybe the first time you guys hooked up or met, he was wearing some sort of dirty masculine kind of clothes. Yeah. And maybe you commented on it as a turn on or something or just said like you're so manly or something and maybe he's just wearing a costume for you. I don't know. Well, there has to be a reason because on yeah. his Instagram he's not wearing dirty clothes. And it doesn't sound like it's so he says he's a waiter or at least under your theory a part-time a waiter. It doesn't sound like it's like sauce or like ketchup or like something that you could easily link to even if a he restaurant. rode his bike to your house, he wouldn't show up that dirty. He, may, he would show up sweaty, but he wouldn't show up dirty. I mean, I also feel like Manhattan isn't that dirty. Like, you know. Yeah. There's not sawdust everywhere or anything like that. Yeah. Um, unless you are doing construction. But, I mean, it's dirty in a way of, like, stuff gets, you know. He used the word filthy. Filthy. 
Yep. Didn't and I think you would know if it was like dirt, fashion dirt or not. Filthiest clothes. I'm talking it looks like he came just from a construction site. Dirty. So he probably did. I don't know what other explanation there could even be. I have to. You just say to him, I have to ask. And, and by the way, Ronna. I my guts for asking this question. I'm sorry if it's totally rude. But where did you come from? Why are you covered in dirt? Yeah. Oh, I'm a dog trainer. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to right. let me change your clothes here? I wrestle in Central Park. Yeah. After. Do you want to uh, bring a change of clothes? Yeah. But also, he's not interested in a relationship with you. He's coming there to get what he's getting. And so he doesn't care that much about. I mean, I think he's having a great time, but I think. But he said it's getting more date like. The getting right to the business. Okay. Well, then let's just say that's not how it started. started No, it did not start that way. Also, I would say another thing to do is you're both vaccinated. Invite him to dinner. See what he wears. Well, that's I'm very curious about, too. If you had an actual date, Mm -hmm. A, would he go on the date? Right. Because that and is B, like the next what would that he wear? breaks an illusion in in some regard. Yeah. Yes, would he go on the date? He might not if he was afraid of being seen in public with you. Right. If he's living a sort of double life. Sure. Uh, but it would be interesting to see if he showed up to the date in clean clothes. I don't think it's an offensive question to say, or just a comment to say. Wow, it looks like you really rolled around in the dirt today. What? What? Where? Where are you coming from? There's an elephant in the room. I mean. What's going on here? Yeah. That is very I odd. I have to ask. I don't want you to take this the wrong way. I have, and I, I have to ask. I mean, I'm this is like the 10th that- time we've hung out, so obviously I like you, but what, where, where did you come from? And I will say this. You said, well, but he does smell nice. Rana, for guys, that, that can just mean deodorant. I, I agree, and I also think I, with men, you just don't know. Men don't care. They all stink, and right. they don't care. And so the level of smell. Right. Is, like we don't, don't know what know the threshold what the is here. He probably yeah. doesn't smell good enough for me, but he might smell good enough for you. Right. Yeah. Well, I you would might say not something. mind his smell. And it can be low yeah. key. It can even be like while you're undressing him, just be like, whoa, your clothes are so dirty. What happened? Do you want me to wash these for you? Yeah. Do you want to change your clothes? <laughs> I mean, that is really wild. Yeah. yeah. There's a but, but what's we- I just say what's weirder to me is less that the clothes are dirty and more that you haven't commented on it. No, they're both, it's equally weird. They're in a stalemate here. I guess so. Yeah. If this guy showed up in a pink tutu. Every time it would be just as weird. Maybe and he comes from like anything. field hockey or like uh, football in the park or something. I don't know. Dodge it is ball. strange that he doesn't say sorry about this. I was just playing. That is strange. Go, I was just. Maybe he <laughs> thinks it's hot. Yeah, maybe it's his. Tur- it could be his fetish also. Yeah. That. Wow. That he wants someone who wants him in his dirtiest state possible. See I've, if he'll still go for it. Right. I've never, does he ask you to go to the bathroom on him? Good question. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess PP is antiseptic, but the I, other isn't. I would really like to say that I can't wait for a follow-up on this question. That's true. Me too. Me too. There, Please ask him. Or we always you can do want follow-ups all of our questions, but I really want I do too. I want to know what yeah. he does, yeah. what he says. You've got to say something and say let's it nicely get, and with a joke, like Ron let's always. Let's get suggests. to the bottom of this mystery. I think so. Yeah. Rana, do you still think he works at construction or do you think this is what 
the letter writer maybe wants to believe. I think he either lives in uh, with his mother. I think mm-hmm. he works in construction and lives with his mother. Those were my those were my suppositions. Oh, that's right. That is what you thought. That's right. Of yeah. course. Yeah. And I just yeah i I just want to know what you said if you said or if this thing just went nowhere or maybe now this relationship has regressed to such a point that you're like, you know what? That was really rude that you would talk about my man like that. And you're mad at us. Well, I loved your suggestion that they actually go on a date. So I'd love to know if they actually went on a date and if he actually was something that wasn't covered in dust. Correct. So see if get he... on it, fella. Right back to us and let us know. That's right. All right, Rana. This is what we came here for. Ugh. The final cliffhanger that actually wasn't I don't think really a cliffhanger, but there's also, and by the way, that's because, uh, well, I don't want to throw them under the bus, Rana, so I'm not going to say anything. Well, why not throw anyone under the bus you want? It's your show. Well, I guess your orders for this one were not followed to a T in terms of what a cliffhanger should, could, is. And so I think that's why I said it's technically not a cliffhanger because I think Tony and there was some miscommunication, but I will defend them to the death. Rana, I will defend them to the death. So I shouldn't have even brought it up, except now I did. And now I'm wondering if maybe some of their money should come to a different place. So in other words, Tony did half a job on this. Is that what you're you telling me? You know what? I, I don't think that's fair to say that, Rana, because he does such an, oh, he, he over delivers in every other way. This was the one time he didn't. So this question is actually just a Patreon question. It is, it's Rana. It's not but a the, cliffhanger. So but this is an upside. Yeah. There's an upside because the free feed has never heard this question ever. It was Patreon only. So this question is new to the free feed as well as the answer. Well, that gives me a little idea. Yep. Yeah. I don't hate that. I doubt it was on purpose. I'm sure Tony didn't think this through. Let me just say that. Right. But the upside to his era, pardon me. Uh, I mean, I understand why he included this because it might be the dirtiest of all the questions. And again, we're talking about we're talking about a public health issue. Correct. That's what we're talking about. Bubonic plague. But it gives me it does give me a little idea, which is that's true. When we do the cliffhangers, what we're really giving the free feed is the is content that they've never heard before. Questions that they've heard they've heard the question, they've never heard the answer. Correct. This is something where they haven't heard the question or the answer. It's all brand new. So who knows? Maybe when I'm taking my break uh, a little bit later in the summer, maybe we'll give them a couple more questions that they, not just cliffhangers, but some things that they've never heard, which would be That's true. fresh content for the free feed. A brand and, new uh, experience. Yeah. There you go. Well, uh, yeah, this one is, I mean, listen, it's gross. It's literally gross. So, yeah. so, so don't, if you're eating, uh, I would suggest your stuff. And as Indiana Jones would say, it involves uh, rats. He'd say snakes. That was snakes. But he said rats too, Rana, in uh, Last Crusade. He said rats. Did he? Yeah. Huh. He said, oh, rats. And there were rats. All right. Without further ado. All right, dear. Well, let's move on to this question because this this is going to- this question's good. This question's going to send me under the table. And I got to say, this is a real tone shift from the earnestness of before. It certainly is. Let's lighten things up a little with this absolute, I mean, this is appalling. Appalling. Yeah. You should read this one, Rana. You think? Yeah, why not? I I read. Dear Rana and Brian, I'm a recently single middle-aged fella trying to wrap my head around digital flirting and need some advice. 
Okay. Innocent enough. Yeah. A handsome younger man started messaging me on a popular social media platform. It's been fun to get some sexy pics, but he also recently acquired a couple of pet rats. Ugh. My time living in NYC. They're perfectly good rats in New York I, City. You don't need to go buy one. Correct. My time living in New York City left me with feelings about rats ranging between an aversion and a phobia. I've muted this young man to avoid seeing him kiss <gasps> and share his plated meals with rats. He still sends me the occasional message. Do I say something or just delay any response to his nice dick pics long enough that he loses interest? Thanks, a fan. Oh. I made it. I got to say, what's your question? But what is your question also? I guess, do I, how do I break up with someone who has pet rats that eat off his plate? But what's the question? You don't want to look at his pictures. You don't want, I mean, you don't, you're not interested. So the question is either do you ignore him, do it block him, do you say, move on, buddy? I mean, this is disgusting. I wouldn't kiss someone if I saw a picture of them make oh. kiss, kissing a rat. That's How about not sharing I would a do. steak with a rat? What exactly. is this rat tattoo? He has a and fetish. Again, I don't mean. I'm sure these rats that he has are a friendly lovely. and I'm clean, sure and all of this. <laughs> rats are very, very smart. They really are. But <laughs> I couldn't do it. Sorry, I couldn't do it. And by the no. way, I also wouldn't appreciate if I saw a picture of someone kissing their dog or sharing their own plate with a dog. It's not the animal, it's the practice, but it's also a little bit the animal. I'll be honest. Keep the dick pics for the wank bank, of course. Yeah. Wank bank, spank bank. Spank bank. What's the other one? Everybody was up in arms about what they say we're there from. Wank bank, spank bank is just like the dog pile, pig pile conversation. Yes. You know, you you grew grew up either, so you know what a dog pile is or a pig pile? Mm-hmm. So you grew up and everybody said pig pile or dog pile, whichever were all the kids. And then it was regional. Some places they called it a dog pile. Some places they called it a pig what pile. What did you grow up saying? Pig pile. Oh, I grew up saying dog. I think. Dog pile or pig pile? Pig pile, I think. Maybe dog pile. I can't remember now. Do you say inline or online if you're waiting for something? I wait like on- queuing. I would wait online for something. No, I'd wait in line, in line for something. I guess online's just New York. Waiting online. Or Long Island. I was waiting online at the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. Online. Yeah. Yeah. I would say online. Okay. Yeah. I would say in. Well. And what do you call a Sprite? We're never going to get along. What do you mean what I call a Sprite? Or do you say soda, pop? Oh, soda. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up saying Coke. Tonic. That's the other one. Everything's a Coke. Everything was a Coke growing up. A Fanta's a Coke. I'll have a Coke. What kind? Sprite. Yeah. (laughs) No, they don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they... Oh, yeah. I'll have a Coke. What kind of Coke? Sprite? Yep. What kind of Coke (gasps) do you want? Yeah. No. I don't know if that was just Texas or maybe even the South. Get out of here. Yeah. 100% true. A lot of people in New England say tonic. But I say soda. Okay. Yeah. They do? They say tonic for like, Co- I'll have a Coca-Cola? Tonic. Yeah. Tonic? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Look, keep those dick pics for the wank bank. Spank Definitely. bank. You cannot. Any bank. I, I would not be able to handle 
seeing someone who not only owned rats, but couldn't get enough of them. It's, I mean, look, let's be honest. He's going to find himself going back to look at that page a couple more times. Because you just can't believe it. I mean, I almost wish I knew what the page was because I want to go and I want to say I'm going to throw up looking at it and then I want to go back and look at it. I know, I I kind of want to see it too. It's sort of like those HBO real sex specials with the most disgusting people in the world that, you know, have circus people Uh having sex together. And you think, how could I ever watch this? And then you think, well, I'm in a hotel room, so I'm allowed to watch whatever I want in a hotel room. Exactly. I could never watch this at home. No, my walls would be stained with this. Yes. (laughs) Rana, what would you do if I was like, Rana, I'm I'm seeing someone who I really like and then (sighs) – you know, now that he I li- think of it, I think he the lives in a houseboat and he plays with lobsters all day. And- I was going to say, now that yeah. I think of it, I think yeah. I have seen a picture with him and a rat. Yeah. I, I don't think, th- to me, it doesn't matter. He plays with rats. He plays with crabs. He plays with sort lobsters. the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he smells like fish. I mean, I don't, you know. Right. As far as we know, he doesn't share his dinner plate with a lobster, though. No, he doesn't. He, doesn't he feeds the dog from the table, I bet, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the dog sits at the table. Yeah. It's sometimes <laughs> on the table. But he's so big now they can't move him. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, God, Rana. I... We definitely gave excellent advice, I, but that was, I have to go lie, lay down after even hearing that again. I mean, that one, honestly, I think we. it's good that we ended with this one because this is yeah. the one that's going to end me, I think. <laughs> Well, I hope he kept those pictures for the wank bank. Though people are people get so upset if you don't call the wank bank what they want you to call it. Excuse they want to call me. it a spank bank or something. A spank bank, a wank bank, a something vault. They all have their ideas and they go oh, nuts. Sure, sure, well, I've sure. never heard that, Ron. I've heard this. Well, I don't care what you've heard. Just because yeah. you live you're regional, pardon you're me. You're sharing that's right. You're doing the international dateline slang. Yeah. You're yeah. The, so, though, sorry. That's you're on your the metric. Regional expression. It probably, it couldn't possibly mean the same thing. But your slang is metric and yeah. other people's is, you know, imperial. Excuse me. Excuse right. me. Yeah. What a fun show. So I lo- fun. Oh, such a treat to be reminded of our excellent advice, don't you think? Oh my God. I could listen to us <laughs> do the right thing forever, Rana. Uh, thank you for joining us. We want to remind people, negrana.com. Uh, AskGranaCoffee.com. It's the beverage of the summer. They both are, really. We, listen, we've got your beverages on lock. You want iced coffee, AskGranaCoffee.com. You want a delicious, special, hit of the party, knock it out of the park, drink, you'll go to negrana.com. Yeah, and of course, I'm encouraging people, if they buy more than one, to turn those bottles into candlesticks, like at an Italian restaurant. I Love that. I used to <laughs> love going to those restaurants. Yeah. It always amazed me. Yeah. So yeah. there you are. Very old um, school. All right, dear. I adore you until next week. Kiss, kiss. And for the Patreons, always, of course, join us at patreon.com. Ask yeah. Rana. If you want to get the answers to this and more. faster than waiting for, uh, you know, a cold edition. That's the place to go. And if you want questions about uh, people sending dick pics with, pet rats then that's the place to get that's them. I mean, really yeah i mean who does that's really that's not a niche audience but we're having it's so intimate over there we're having so much fun it it's just as a kick we do have a blast in the carriage house it's i have so to fun. say because we yeah. get to be our you know we get to be a little looser it's just the two of us yeah and our chips and our friends yeah that's so right. don't be a dip 
Sign now. up for patreon.com slash askgrana. That's right. That's right. <laughs> kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. 69.69. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.